Well, if we're gonna find any ghosts, we better split up. You're listening to Never Split Up, a horror movie podcast. There are certain rules that one must abide by in order to successfully survive a horror movie. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Never Split Up podcast. This is episode 45. I'm Nolan alongside Ant, and today we're covering P2, released in 2007. Back uh, back again for some Christmas movies. Uh, Merry Christmas, everybody. Uh, we're going to be releasing this on the 13th, I believe, Wednesday the 13th. Um, how you doing today, Ant? I'm doing good. Doing good. Nice gloomy rainy day, so it's a good day for some Christmas horror. This was a movie that I know you've been looking forward to covering. Um, it's it's one that you watch every year. I think you told me it's a it's a tradition for you. A uh, little different for me. I had never seen it before, so this was my first watch. So this should be an interesting review. Uh, you know, something that you hold near and dear. I guess since it was released. I mean, when did you first watch this? Oh, I saw this bad boy in theaters. Yeah, 2007 okay. when it came out. Yeah, nice. So ever since you know you were a teenager, you oh, watched yeah. this. I didn't grow up with it, so this should be interesting to hear our two different takes on this movie. Um, do you want to also announce now that we're in the holiday season, our, our episode next week? I'm excited about that as well. We're going to be recording that for next week. We're going to release that, you know, the week before Christmas to get everybody ready for that. You want to, you know, announce that for sure. So, uh, yeah, our two Christmas horror movies this year are our 2000s babies. So that's very special to Nolan and I, the, that little 10-year span. But uh, so this week will be P2, and then next week we're going to do the Black Christmas remake from 2006, Black Xmas. And, oh, God, I have a lot to say about that one. I cannot wait to get into that. I'm what excited. I'm excited, too. Yeah, we covered the, obviously, the OG Black Christmas, our first Christmas season last year. That was a ton of fun, so I'm really excited to get into the 2006 version and kind of compare the two, what they did different, and what we like and dislike about that, so that's going to be a lot of fun, and like you said, we that's right in our sweet spot, early 2000s horror, so that'll be a fun episode. Yes, I can't wait, So, but check out our OG episode that we did last year, guys, before you check out that one, because it'll be a good uh, double whammy with those two, back to back. Yeah, for sure. And speaking of which, uh, real quick, uh, for those of you that are on YouTube, I know we didn't start uploading our episodes to YouTube until after Christmas last year. So uh, just an announcement, I'm going to be uh, doing uploads of our first, I believe it's our first eight episodes, if I'm not mistaken, are not on YouTube. We started with episode nine on YouTube. So look out for that. That'll include Black Christmas, the the original Black Christmas. It'll be audio only, but You'll guys be able to listen to that on on YouTube. And thanks for everyone for subscribing. We got some new subscribers recently, so we appreciate that. And yeah, let's uh, let's get into it. Any any other announcements? Do you want me to give a Do you want me to give a rundown of the episodes that you're going to be uploading that were only a podcast only before we get into it? There, yeah, it's our first. Episodes. It's our first eight, correct? Yeah, yeah. So it's Smile, the Babysitter, Barbarian, the Black Phone. 30 Days of Night, The Black Christmas OG, Krampus, and our top 10 favorite movies of 2022. So those are some uh, 
some biggies in there. So make sure you guys check those out when uh, Nolan uploads them. Yeah, that for biggies for sure. Uh, some recent horror as well as some some classics and some, you know, Thirty Days a Night, uh, some t- early two thousands. We got a little bit oh, of everything yeah. for everyone. So yeah, definitely look out for that. Thanks. But uh, yeah, let's get into uh, let's get into P two. So this was a new watch for me. You grew up kind of watching this. Um, let's go over. You want to go over the cast and crew and the director yeah, first sure. and the synopsis. Yeah, I'll give you guys a synopsis. So like Nolan said, it came out in two thousand seven. You know. I think around November 2007, and the synopsis is a businesswoman is pursued by a psychopath after being locked in a parking garage on Christmas Eve. Um, It's directed by Frank Coffin. He also directed the Maniac remake, which I think is a banger. And actually, we guessed on Fill Up the Movies podcast uh, this past week, and one of his honorable mentions for 2023 horror was Night of the Hunted which was also directed by Frank Coffin, and I actually checked that out after he recommended it, and I thought it was a pretty good movie. So uh, definitely this is a director that I like quite a few of his movies. But um, it's co-written by my guy, Alexander Aja, and produced by him. You know, love him, love him. Um, and it stars Rachel Nichols Wes, and Wes Bentley. Uh, Rachel Nichols, she was in the Amityville Horror Remake, and she's in a couple other things you guys might be aware of. She's a little bit of a horror little horror mini screen queen. I love her in this movie so much. And Wes Bentley just is having a blast in this movie. He is the perfect amount of over the top and crazy that you want. Like it's hilarious, but it's also like this guy's fucking crazy and it's sinister. Love them two together. They are awesome. And uh, yeah, I'm curious to see what you think about this movie because it's just, I have fun with it. It's, I love the stalker genre and it's that mixed with holiday horror mixed with survival thriller. And I just think it's blends so well. Okay. Do, do you want to do your official, uh, uh, thoughts, yeah. like overall thoughts real quick? I want to hear. Yeah. So I, I first saw this, like, I think opening night in theaters and it wasn't like a big movie. I think it was just like, I saw some advertisements for, it. I'm like, Oh, I want to go see it. It's a horror movie coming out. I want to go mm-hmm. see it. And then I don't know something about it. When I watched, I'm like, this is my up my alley. I love it. I went to see it with a group of friends, I think. And we just all like had a blast with it. And uh, I thought I love my final girls and Rachel Nichols as Angela. She's a fucking badass in this movie. You're like rooting for the whole movie, which is a movie like this. It relies on that. You really want to be rooting for your main character and protagonist. And she knocks it out of the park. Um, I'm a sucker for movies that take place in one location and take full advantage of it. And I think that this movie does that tenfold. I love it. Um, and it has the Christmas vibes. Whenever I hear a uh, blue Christmas by Elvis, it reminds me of this movie now after uh, Wes Bentley's iconic little dance scene. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cracks me up. But yeah, this is a, this is, I mean, it's not anything groundbreaking. If you guys have seen any stalker horror thrillers, I mean, you know what you're getting, but I think the violence is a little unexpected. There's some really cool scenes of violence in this movie. Um, both performances are top-notch. I really think Rachel Nichols is so underrated. She's so good in this movie. And I I love, love, love her build-up, build-up, build-up throughout until her final scene. And, uh, yeah, it's just has that cold Christmas vibe. And you're just rooting for this girl to kick ass and get out of this shitty situation. And I, I actually really love this movie. I watch it every Christmas Eve. Um, if you guys like survival horror, I don't think you're really going to go wrong with this one. Big recommend for me. It's an underrated movie. So underrated. Okay, cool. So yeah, my, uh, my initial thoughts and this year, like legit my initial thoughts. Cause again, I just watched this over the weekend. Like literally. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not as high on it as you are. 
I do like okay. the movie. I do like the movie. I I, uh, I would say if you're into this subgenre, you you call it, I guess, survival horror, and I believe we've talked yeah, about survival this before. Stalker horror. Yeah, I'm not a giant fan of the whole, you know, woman gets kidnapped by a creepy dude and has to escape subgenre. I guess that's, I guess, stalker. You know, yeah. I don't know. Like I, I there, there's a lot of movies like Stalker that. Stalker obsessed genre. I, yeah, yeah. I like those, but I don't love those. I think this one okay. does a good enough job. I don't think this is just my cup of tea. I, I did have a good time, but I don't see myself going back to this one a ton. Um, it's actually funny because I watched this alone, and I think uh, my wife Jackie would really like the movie because she loves that subgenre okay. more than me. But uh, I yeah, I uh, my initial thoughts of the actual movie. I thought Rachel Nichols was was pretty good. She, you know, if she wasn't good, the movie would not, you know, hold up. I think the reason this movie is good is all because of her. Wes Bentley, I he was okay. I think she was way better than he was. He kind of didn't really sell me. Uh, by the end of the movie, he he had sold me, but it kind of took a while to get there for me. Um, he he was all right. Uh. I think there were some sequences in this movie that could have been rearranged that I thought were misplaced a little, and we can get into that when we get into the actual movie. But um, overall, like you said, it, it has the Christmas vibe. Um, you know, when she wakes up with the Christmas dinner and they're all dressed up to the nines, like that's <laughs> love, love that. That dinner. was one of my favorite <laughs> scenes. That was that was funny. Um, I thought that they could have. I they could have went a little bit uh, more with the kills um, in terms of. Like, you know, the guard, the security guard, and then the other dude, um, the, the creepy like guy. the other dude seen that could have done more than they did? Uh, not more. I'm not more in terms of gore. <laughs> I mean more in terms of, like, you know, showing their characters, maybe showing them get abducted and oh, stuff okay. by the guy. Um, mm-hmm. Instead of just having, you know, them already either dead or strapped up. I thought that would have been a cool um, sequence to see. But uh, yeah, th- this movie's fine. I-, I like this movie. You seem to be way more high on it than me, and maybe I'll come around to it the more time I watch it. But yeah, I'm not. I think it's more the subgenre than anything. I'm, I'm kind of just tired of it, um, and I don't really love it that much. So, uh, but it's good for what it is. I-, I-, I will say, if you if you like this type of movie, I would definitely recommend it. But if not, it may be, you know, just okay for you. Yeah, it's definitely one of the best in that subgenre. I think. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, let's uh, let's dive in. This is a pretty straightforward movie, like you said. It's it's a very, very small cast. I mean, you I pretty much it. just got the two of them. For that's why I love, and that's why I want to just comment on what you said. I think it's they made that choice on purpose not to show them capturing, you know, the Carl and whatever that guy is, Mister Harper, the creep, because it's really just about her reaction about their relationship the entire movie. So I actually think that would have taken away from the movie because I'm all about Angela the entire movie. I just want to be on her. Mm-hmm. but yeah. um yeah it opens on christmas eve she's working in uh like midtown manhattan you can tell she's like all about work 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 but she's not an asshole like she's really nice to her assistant she tells her to go home like you get immediately connected to her because yeah she's like all work and her family's like nagging her to leave but you can still tell she's a good person and she's just trying to like get her day done and just you know like all of us everyday workers we just want to get through our day and we get stuck at work late and we want to be home with our family but um i like the introduction to her um, you, this one guy who comes in her office, you can tell he's like being weird and he wants to apologize to her. So obviously he was creeping around her and being weird. 
you got that vibe. <laughs> a little creep. But yeah, so everyone's leaving for Christmas Eve and she's like one of the last stuck at work. Um, so it's a really, really, really like simple setup. She's leaving with the security guard, Carl, and she goes down to the P2 and her lot on P2, level P2. That's where her car is and her car won't start. So it's literally the easiest setup in a movie. Her car won't stop, start. She gets out and she goes to meet Thomas. He's a security guard and uh, he offers to help her start her car, but it won't start. And then by the time she goes back up to the like you know main level, the lobby, everything's locked and no one's there and she can't get out because she calls a taxi and the doors are all locked and she's stuck there. So that's just the initial setup of the movie. And I think it's can't get any easier than that, but I don't need anything more than that. We've talked about this before. What what do you think about the opening uh, shot of showing her in the car, in the trunk to kind of foreshadow what's, what's going to happen. I usually hate when movies do that like yeah. they start like like for example we didn't cover this movie yet but i don't like the scene and don't breathe when it opens with her him like dragging her down the street i'm like okay that's annoying but for this movie i actually think it worked perfectly because obviously you know at some point of the movie she's going to be in peril but i like how it opens with her like knocking open that trunk and screaming it's not about that scream and just cuts to p2 mm-hmm. you know i like a good flashy uh title title drop so <laughs> yeah. i actually really liked it because i got you right into the oh shit you know, she's going to go through it. I really like the opening shot. Okay. Yeah, I just wanted to ask because I know you've commented on the, that before. Yeah, I, 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 I didn't mind it. I didn't mind I do, it. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't I'm not tell the you fan of that. too much. Yeah, and I, I, it actually, no. uh, it's, it's, it's a smart trick they do because when she goes down to their car, you see it's the same car as the opening right. shot. So you kind of, you're already on edge, you know, because right. you know, you're like, oh, is that going to happen right now? Like you, you're waiting for that to happen. So. I, I, I liked it too, but I just wanted to hear your thoughts on that. Yeah, no, I was actually a big fan of that in this movie. I usually am not, but this one won me over with that. Nice nice jolt to start the movie off with because it really is, after that, it's just really like build up until that dinner scene really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, So I think that much. was actually smart of the director and the Alexandra Aja like make that choice, like give the audience a jolt and then like build the suspense mm-hmm. and tension a little bit. Um, yeah, so she pretty much, when she goes back down after she can't get her cab, um, she can't find the security guard Thomas and then the lights go out and she's like, I'm still in here. Wait. And then she drops her phone. She's walking around, picks it up and he drugs her. And then that's when she wakes up in her super tight dress that he puts her in for Christmas dinner. And he's dressed in a Santa outfit. <laughs> yeah. I so wish good. they showed, um, you said you, she looks for the, um, the parking attendant, like in the front of the parking garage, and they're nowhere to be found. They would have been that would have been a cool scene to where like she doesn't see it, but we as the audience see like the guy oh, dead somewhere or something. <laughs> yeah, but because uh, that wasn't Thomas's office, that was like the other like office yeah, yeah, that's yeah, like yeah, the actual yeah. like parking office. I don't really know yeah. how this garage is set up, but I, it's weird to me that she couldn't escape. Because even if she got in her car and her car started, like how are you? Isn't there a sensor or like a card reader that you swipe to like open the gate? So yeah, there is. A, kinda, uh, he had it, but I, he probably rigged it to stay shut or something. He locked it all in after. Yeah, yeah, and I know we, she did because it's comment. Christmas Eve, so everyone like it's that's why the office was bare. Like everyone left besides her, pretty much. She was the one staying late, so that makes they make it make sense. You know, obviously every other day that parking lot's probably packed. Yeah, and it's pretty late too. So yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I like the sequence when she is up in the lobby and she falls asleep okay. and, and the guard like oh, that's, and the taxi guy. Yeah, and uh you kinda 
you're it's it's I guess it's a never split up moment. You're kind of like you don't really know what you want her to do different, but you're yelling she, at the screen. She really can't. At least yeah, I was. She's... I was just like, no, don't go back downstairs. Like, stay yeah. up there. But she has like, no other choice. I know. She's, everything's locked. <laughs> yeah. I feel for her because, like I said, I think she really, like, talk about never split up. She really, like, she's a fighter and she's a bad. I don't really think she does anything that makes you, like, yell at the screen like dumbass or anything, like, throughout the entire movie. Like, she's not stupid. She's just in survival mode, mm-hmm. really. Yeah, I mean, I disagree. I'm not going to play. I'm, hopefully, you don't pick my okay. moment. I have but... one. I have one moment. Like, I only could have one. I have literally one moment. Yeah. Because like, there's, every there's other like... moment, I'm like, yeah. there's none. Yeah, I mean, it's... Yeah. I mean, because you know she's locked in there. They do a right. pretty good job of setting that up that there really is no escape. So Right. And she's in that heightened sense of fear. And mm-hmm. she's cold because she's in that little fucking flimsy dress. And it's, you know, Christmas Eve and freezing. <laughs> yeah. That poor girl. Well, let, let's get barefoot. to that scene. Um, okay. Let's get to that scene. This is the one moment where I'm not blaming Rachel Nichols. I'm blaming the director because it's she wakes up. Right. Her reaction yeah. is very unbelievable. I mean, really? I would have been. I know she kept it cool. And I probably would have did the same, but she doesn't like even hyperventilate or anything. She literally wakes up. I think she does. No, I I was looking for it. I maybe you picked up something that I didn't, but uh, she kept it too. Well, she was also drugged. She was drugged. She was drugged. So she had to like get sick and throw up, and she finds out she's chained. But I will say this scene, my favorite, and it actually makes me really, which to her, Rachel. This is all Rachel Nichols. My favorite part of this dinner scene is when he's an asshole and makes her call her family to say she won't come. I think her performance when she's like explaining, first of all, her sister Lorraine is like such a bitch to her at all times. I guess she's like always working never with the family, but when her mom gets on the phone and she's like, you know, sorry, mom, I think I have the flu. You can hear like in her voice, she's like starting to sob, you know, the back and forth between her and her mom. And then she starts like crying. I thought she did perfect, perfect, perfect in that moment. And I really felt for her character during that phone call. And he's just like loving it and relishing it, that phone call. Cause he gets her, to himself that whole night. Oh, he's such an asshole. Yeah. I love that scene. Yeah, no, that's a good scene, but that happens like way into the dinner. That happens in this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it's a pretty but extended sequence. Yeah. yeah. yeah I like is. that. It, it's extended. And he has a dog, Rocky. We didn't mention he has a Rottweiler, Rocky, who <laughs> comes into play a little bit in the <laughs> yeah, movie. Well, for sure. Rocky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This guy is. So we're we're so you like him, Avi Thomas. You you like him as character as a villain. Uh yeah, he's what? wacky. I mean, I don't I hate him, but that's the point. Yeah, he's he's I don't know how I, I love feel how about like him. I think Wes Bentley just had so much fun playing. Like he's over like I laugh at him, but I'm also like this dude's fucking crazy. And mm-hmm. I don't it was I think it was a good balance. Like it's fun. I think when his character goes to those upper levels and he gets like super pissed off because he's hot and cold, right? And that's what makes him yeah. unpredictable. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. when his character is up here and is hot, he does great. But his lows, when he's more calm, I I don't really love it as much. So that's why I'm kind of conflicted on his portrayal of the okay. character. Yeah, and maybe I need to watch the movie more, but, you yeah. know, I didn't really... I don't know. I, I'm not saying he should have been recast and he didn't do a good job, uh, but I just didn't sell me as much. But he did do because good. And, and like so, like the good. sequence with the creepy dude like was probably my favorite oh, sequence of his uh, when, so when he's outside he's so the car. Funny. Yeah, it's that's intense. And he you could tell he was having fun with that part for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think he remains like he's trying his best to remain calm because he really is infatuated with her. And he wants her to actually, in his head, he wants her to be with him that night. And that's why he's he wants her to himself. So he's trying to remain calm. But then he gets frustrated because obviously she's trying to escape and she's not into it. So that's when he gets his like fucking outbursts. And I think it's a good blend. But um, yeah, when she when he shows her at the dinner the videotape of the guy pretty much mm-hmm. and, like was assaulting her in the elevator. And that's he's like, I have a I have a prize for you. I have a present for you. And this, I love when they take, when he takes, puts her in the car. She's handcuffed too, guys, by the way. So she's really uh, locked up. But I I will say when he unhooks her on the chair before he takes her in the car, she does try to get some, she stabs him with the fork. But his reaction is so funny to that too. <laughs> so funny. But yeah, this is the, one of the good set pieces after that when he takes her for a ride in the car. I love how he's like, oh no. I think I have too, a little bit too much wine. <laughs> Shouldn't be driving. It's so fun. I don't know why I, he makes me giggle every time. But yeah, they he takes her to like down to one of the levels, and we see the guy who assaulted her, uh, Mr. Harper, um, who was in the opening scene of the movie. He's like taped up to a chair, and this next sequence is just so I, I love it. I love it. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. He's pretty much asking Angela to go out there and teach him a lesson, and like beat him, and obviously she doesn't want to do that. She's like pleading with him. And then she's, you know, gets in her head that, you know, if you uncuff me, I'll do it. Obviously, she's not going to, she wants to escape. But uh, I love how he's not like, he's not like I'm catching on to you. He's just uses the excuse like, no, you shouldn't have to do this. I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> and then he gets yeah. out and he just fucking starts whacking him. But that's not even the best part. when He gets back in that car. Dude, this scene is so violent. The first time I'm like, oh, they're not going to go there. But I mean, we get intestines and we get heads, head exploding. It, it's such a good scene. I love when he does the last, uh. When he pushed them to the wall the last time, you get like the jingle bells <laughs> in the car. They like play like the chimes of the jingle bells for the, some Christmas spirit in that bloody death. It's so good. And obviously Angela's just like petrified and sobbing. But I love this scene so much. Yeah, I like this scene too a lot. I, I didn't know if they were going to go there too until I, 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 in this scene, I remember that it's an Alexander Aja script. And I was like, <laughs> wait, no, this is about to happen. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it was great i love this this was probably uh one of my favorite parts of the movie for sure this was insane that's so and, good um you're not quite sure in this moment like you said you're not quite sure if thomas is catching on to her or if he's like if he's smart or if he's really just so deranged and out there that he's believing what she's saying so i think they did yeah. i think the script writers yeah. they did a good job of kind of making you not really you're you're kind of uneasy about Thomas you're not sure if he's totally whacked or if he's just a smart creepy dude who's right. pretending to be whacked so i thought i thought that was good too she did great in this kind of pleading for his life you know um a guy who i mean you see the videotape he like sexually assaulted her wasn't like, cool. yeah, was wasn't cool was was pretty handsy with her you know it wasn't yeah, just it was like he good. went to kiss her he was you know all over, and full on sexual still, harassment she still was saying, you know, he doesn't deserve this. He's a good man. Right. So, right. you know, that's our final girl. She's she's going to plead for someone's life, even though maybe they don't deserve death, but they're not a good person. <laughs> but they deserve so. a few. They deserve a few whacks with yeah. that flashlight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, amidst like him murdering him, she does. She's able to like unlock the door and escape bare. But she's barefoot. She like ditches her heels and she's barefoot. Um Poor girl, that must be fucking... Every time I watch it, like, she must be so cold. And she plays that well. Like, you can see her shivering throughout the entire movie in that, like, little tiny dress, no shoes. She plays that so well. Um, 
So yeah. after that death scene, he pretty much he's like obviously trying to get rid of the evidence after she runs away, and she's um you know trying to find a safe place, and she uh think she gets her handcuffs like in front of her instead of behind her, so she's able to like hoist that over. So at least she's like in a little bit of a better position. Um, and she goes to get her cell phone, and she finds a key card, and she finds a spot near like the the gate that has like a little bit of reception. And this part, oh, this part gets me every time when she tries to hold her phone like out the gate. And uh, I mean, she really can't do much with her hands because they're handcuffed. But she ends up like dialing nine one one, but the phone drops. And every when she tries to get it, and she gets her nail. And the nail comes off. Ooh, I cringe every time. The, the suspense in that scene is so good. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Um. Uh, but she has this car key, like I said, so she also is able to have access to the elevators. But Thomas like catches up right behind her. That's a good suspense scene. He like she like just shuts the doors. I almost think of like Michael Myers and Halloween too, like going to Lori. Like this is like he she just shuts the door before he gets in. Um. And uh, when she does use the panel to call for help, and you know, once that voice comes on, I knew the first time that's fucking Thomas when she's trying to ask someone for help and he's doing that accent. And then uh, he's like, Angela, just wanted to talk to you. And that's when she gets, she's like, you can tell she's fed up because she's just like, you motherfucker, blah, blah, blah. She's like, let's out it. She has to like let her frustration out a little bit. I love that scene. Then we get another cool um, set piece with the elevator with the water coming in. And then obviously poor, poor Carl. Poor Carl's body falls in there when the elevator's filling with water. It's another dead. Carl was a good guy too in the beginning. Yeah, Angel out. So yeah, <laughs> <I> felt bad. <laughs> yeah, going into it, I I was I was really hoping it wasn't Carl who was the bad guy. Yeah, because you know, they I they know. were playing it like could have been him as yeah. well. You know, but yeah, poor Carl didn't make it out. <laughs> I but I love that elevator sequence too. I, I'm terrified of elevators anyway, and then like drowning too, like that mix, and she's freezing. I thought that was a really well uh, set piece, really well done set piece as well. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was a good, um, again, uh, good script writing. I thought she was smart by by stopping it, emergency stopping it in between floors to keep yes. her safe. And then I thought he was smart using the water to try to flush her out. Uh, I thought it was two smart decisions that they each made. And uh, oh yeah, it was yeah. kind of like a you know cat and mouse a bit. So uh, yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah, I never would have thought she, of that. Like stopping it in between floors, like she did. Yeah, because I, for some reason it wouldn't go to the upper floors. It was only staying in the parking she kept garage. Like pre- yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I don't know what, if Thomas rigged that or not. Um, and just going back, you definitely think Thomas like disabled her car in the beginning. Oh, 100% he disabled yeah. her car. Yeah, he yeah. disabled her car. I was waiting for that moment, maybe after the dinner scene or something, for him to like pull out like a spark plug or something and to like reveal that he did that. But no, I think she kind of got she got the hint. Once. Oh yeah, for sure. But that would have been a fun <laughs> moment. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I really love uh, love. So this is where set pieces back to back. This is where I'll say I don't love this movie like you love this movie, but I love the ending, uh, the third act more, and this is kind of where it starts to pick up. And this is where I'm kind of oh, getting yeah. into it, it a builds. bit. Yeah, yeah. Because again, I I'm not a huge fan of the whole, you know, woman breaks free from like a creepy lair and stuff. So that part is now in the rear Done. view, and now it's just right. we have our final girl fighting for her life. I I this is up my alley. This this whole second. It's a fight movie. to the death, pretty much the rest of the movie, like yeah. her versus him, which I love. Mm-hmm. Um, but first, we get his uh while she's hiding in the parking lot after that whole elevator sequence, we get his iconic um. He plays the blue Christmas throughout the speakers and dances. Elvis, it's so funny. I don't know why I like it so much. (laughs) Uh But when he's doing that, you get her 
final girl like badass moment rising up because she breaks uh, and gets the axe and she starts whacking all the cameras without him noticing. I love that. I love her like going around. She's getting fed up. She's ready to fight at this moment. I yeah, no, I love that, that too. And uh, this is kind of what I was hinting at. I wish this happened. This happened way too soon in the movie to have her moment like this, because, especially because, you know, she breaks the cameras and then she goes into the office and sees the... Um, oh, the, the video of him the, molesting her. Yeah. yeah, the recording and she busts it. You know, she lets out that scream and, and busts love the TV. That. Yeah. But then he just, you know, subdues her. And it's out, that, that moment well, because over, she so. sees the she sees that the cops are pulling up because she actually did get through. So she's like, you know, on edge, and she puts yeah. the axe down, and then she's like, "Oh my god, I go yell for them!" And then she turns around, get a little jump scare, and he tases her. I've Such always seen images and stills of this movie, and and I guess posters of her with the axe. So I was hoping yeah. that was going to be more of an epic moment towards the end of the movie, and it didn't oh, okay. just end well, so quickly. It was a badass scene, but then it kind of like yeah. dumps you where it's like, "Oh, she didn't succeed." But she has so. a, she has that badass moment at the end too. I love her. I love the ending. She does. I love the ending. I yeah. I, I do agree. But I do like that image of her. With you the want the more extension? Like, oh, of course. That's that's yeah. the post. That's I, like not the even DVD extension. Cover. I I wanted it maybe yeah. more towards the end of the movie. Okay. Maybe like flip maybe a couple like sequences. ten minutes later or yeah. something like yeah, yeah, or something yeah. like that. Okay. Maybe after she's but, um, in the car after the cop sequence, I get maybe that. she can do that. I get that. And then he tases her, but, and then um, they have their final sequence. Yeah. Yeah, he tases her. It's such a such a he's such a little bitch. He tases her and she gets on. He tases her again so she doesn't get up. And he put this is when he puts her in the trunk because he has to go deal with the cops coming in. So that's when it's kind of like meets where the movie opened um, right before the climax. Um, and of course, once she breaks out, like that's when the cops are leaving and you get that suspenseful moment. She almost makes it and they're driving up. And then this is I mean, I don't like this scene, but it was bound to happen when like they're face to face and he lets Rocky go. And runs after her. You get that little chase with Rocky. And, uh, you know, I don't blame her for what she did because, you know, dog was trying to kill her. Well, Thomas definitely Rocky blames out. her. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, that line. <laughs> he was an innocent animal. Yeah. <laughs> like, dude, you trained him to do that, asshole. You literally gave him up to die pretty he much. He was so distraught. He's like, well, how could I you love do this? <laughs> <laughs> like, the animal wasn't trying to rip her to shreds. Yeah. <laughs> no. But, yeah, that's a pretty graphic. I mean, the dog does not stop it. She literally, like. But she, oh, she really gets him good. She yeah. gets the dog good. Mm-hmm. But that was cool. You get like the blood splatter on her face. Obviously, I don't like dog deaths, but like obviously, what else is a girl gonna do in that in that moment? She had to mm-hmm. do what she had to do. Um, but yeah, yeah that was like reaction. A, for me. That was like a mini <laughs> never split up moment. You know, you get yourself cornered in the back seat of a car. That's probably not where you want to be when a dog is chasing you. You know, my you only be uh, thing is how much more could she run that bear? Like she was the girl's hurting. Like she yeah. had to stop running at a certain point. She's no, I get that. I get that. But I would have rather faced the dog out in the open, so you have I have more room yeah. to kind of you know I, swing it. I think his exact line was, "Angela, how could you kill a poor defenseless animal? You're really starting to yeah. piss me off." <laughs> yeah. I love it so much. Yeah, yeah that's oh one. That's God. one of my favorite lines from from him in the movie for sure. I laughed at that. <laughs> Or I love when also we did when he kills the guy, Mr. Harvey's like, Merry Christmas, asshole. <laughs> it's so yeah. he cracks me up, that guy. But uh, yeah, so we get the dog death. Um and obviously that means Thomas is really enraged because now his pup's gone. But um Angela finds keys in the car in the rental office for a car, and she tries to and this is when she I love this whole sequence. The car sequence is awesome. And again, the poor girl 
she can only steer so well because she's handcuffed. Mm-hmm. But uh, she finds a car, gets in it, and then you, you, I mean, you obviously know when she gets in a car, Thomas is going to be getting in the car too. But she's whipping around, she's doing good, but then he just like sideswipes her and slams her. Um, I just love, but then I love how she's just, you know, she backs up, she keeps coming, collected. She's pretty much, you want to go, motherfucker? Let's go. I love when they're head to head, and she's just like, she's like ramping herself up, hyping herself up, ready to go. She's like, all right, let's just go for it. And he's the one who bitches out. But unfortunately, when he like goes to the side, it like causes her to like flip her car. Um, but I love that. I love that when they're going head to head. It's almost like you know who's going to win, who's going to come out on top. I love it, love it, love it, love it. Um, but then we get this awesome moment. How do what do you like? Do you like the car stuff? You like how she gets in the car and all that? I think it's just ramping up the action and the hype. I love it. Yeah, the car stuff itself, like you said, is pretty generic. Like you kind of knew what was going to happen, but oh yeah, it, it more importantly kind of helped turn the corner of Angela and it like you yeah. said she was kind of going on the offense in that moment and that's when you kind of get that moment where the the, the light switches in our final girl so I like yeah. that moment for that but uh yeah it was it was intense I uh you, you kind of skipped over the cop sequence I I that was one of my yeah it was quick yeah more um one of my favorite sequences you again you know what's the gonna tension. happen but yeah. uh even though you know what's gonna happen I think that's still uh great directing because even though you know the outcome it was still pretty high tension no pun intended you know alexander Jagger, but uh, <laughs> yeah it was it was pretty cool sequence and the cops were uh where uh, i kind of wanted them to turn around at the last second and to die i was like these guys deserve oh, to die okay. you know but uh, <laughs> yeah that was heartbreaking dude she just missed them you're like oh, i man. know and she's like like you can tell how she's almost like she's scared but she's also excited because she's like oh there's hope and yeah. then like she just misses it you know, she goes this. She goes through so much in this movie. Yeah, I do like that too. I think it's like a couple, like it's a really suspenseful. Like the whole movie's tension, but that's a really good, effective scene. Um, yeah, he's he just gets by. Like he just gets by this entire movie because she's mm-hmm. really doing like what she should be doing for most of it. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, he's the car stuff is cool. Yeah, he's oh yeah, he's panicked in that in that sequence. He he doesn't know if he's gonna get caught or not. He's ready. He has the axe behind the door. He, he was ready to kill yeah. the cops if he had to. So, yeah, that's what makes it. But I love uh, after uh, she flips the car, after the whole car chase, um, they go head to head and she flips when he goes to open the door. I love, love, love this scene. He's like, Angela, are you OK? Are you breathing? And she just freaking stabs him in the fucking eye. I love it. I love it. It's so damn good. I love it so much. <laughs> um, And she chokes him and then she chokes him with her handcuffs. She uses those handcuffs. I'm like, yes, girl, get him. Yeah. And he's like unconscious and she's just, uh, I love when he's just, and then he's just menacing her when he wakes up. She frees herself. She, she ends up freeing herself from the handcuffs because she gets his keys. But um, he, he says something that I'm not going to say, but like he yells at her and then he pretty much tells her, you stupid fucking something. Because she ends up just like leaving him chained up because she chokes him out. He goes unconscious. He wakes up. He's talking shit. And she's like, you know, I'm done with you. I'm walking away. But then he says something like really vulgar to her. And then she just gets that badass. She turns around and the car's leaking gasoline because obviously it crashed. And then she just goes down with the taser. She's like, Merry Christmas, Thomas. She <laughs> I'm like, yes. I, when I saw that in the theater, I was like, fuck yes, girl. Fuck yeah. yes. <laughs> and then up. she tases the gasoline and she just catches on fire. He like literally blows up. <laughs> so damn good. And she just, she doesn't even like give him the satisfaction of what she just turns around. To his screams and she just keeps walking after that. She doesn't even watch it happen. She's like, you're not worth my time. I'm like, <laughs> yes, girl. Yes, yes, yes. Iconic. <laughs> I love it. 
So what do you think f- about that whole uh, stabbing and like the whole sequence? So you're a fan of your final girls straight up murdering their captors. Oh, <laughs> well, and he at this point he deserved it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying I, he yeah. didn't deserve it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But that yes. at that point that's no longer self defense. You know. <laughs> Come on, when it's, you, like, it's a hoorah like moment that. in the moment for sure. Yeah, but then afterwards you're like, wait a minute, she just straight up murdered that guy. <laughs> Fuck it, do it. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> I knew you would love that moment too. I was like, that's right up I Anthony's alley. When she just turned like straight face, <laughs> Merry Christmas. Like, yes, girl, yes. <laughs> so because he keeps saying it the whole time, like, I just want to spend Christmas with you, and she just gets the last laugh. So good. Um, and then she's able to. Uh, obviously open the garage and she just limps out into the cold Christmas morning of Manhattan, but she's free. And then you hear, see him like coming down the street that the paramedics and the police are hurt. So she's going to be saved. Obviously she's not going to get hypothermia, hopefully. Um, so she lives and she escapes and it's just, it's a simple movie guys, but I just think for uh, the subgenre, it's one of the more underrated ones that doesn't get talked about enough. Like we said, it has some scenes of shocking violence. It has a good final girl. It has good performances. And it's just focused on that one setting. It's not worried about anything else besides just giving you a fun, suspenseful thrill ride um, with good, good acting and good set pieces. And I think it succeeds. And it's a Christmas movie. I like the sequence when the car flips and she stabs him in the eye. You were asking me. I, I, yeah, was, yeah, um, yeah. I was a little surprised there and I'm glad they went this way. I thought it was going to be, you know, he... Uh, takes her back to his office again and she was going to wake up uh, again and then try to escape a second no. time. But uh, I, I like how that. that, yeah, she just kind of ended it right there Ends and it. stabbed him in the eye. Yeah, that was pretty cool. That was pretty badass. So I think you're right. If she, if he like uh, did the whole thing where she's unconscious in the car and he brought her back to the office, that would have been maybe a little repetitive. Yeah, with like a, with like an ending monologue. I, I think that would have been yeah. too much. Yeah. Because he's like monologuing like throughout the whole. It's not like a scream third act monologue. He like monologues throughout most of the movie. You know mm-hmm. what I mean. So we didn't need that again at the end. So I think I agree with you on that. I'm happy she just like took matters into her own hands right there and just got it done. A moment yeah, I we didn't her. talk about, <laughs> and I thought it was pretty funny, but also uh, it was pretty brilliant. Was when she's screaming out for help. I believe she's uh, at the front entrance of the parking garage, and she's screaming. Um, out for help oh, like the homeless the woman with the homeless woman yes help it, it's, this it's, someone's trying to kill me she it's like, so brilliant nasty because bitch. it's you know <laughs> you realize that she's in new york and nobody yeah, fucking gives a, don't shit. Give a fuck yeah and it's so like <laughs> she's in the middle of this city but she's also so isolated and i thought that I was know. a brilliant moment of of capturing that but it was also a fun you know tongue-in-cheek moment. yeah 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 it yeah. was fun but heart like fun funny and heartbreaking all in one uh-huh <laughs> yeah her. <laughs> yeah, I do like that too. <laughs> that yeah. homeless woman, bitch. But yeah, man, I, I, I'm. This is up there for me as far as Christmas horror. And I like, I do like Nolan is a little less on it, but I, I, someone who likes the stalker survival horror, you know, genre. I do like the obsession stalker genre a bit. Yeah, and I definitely think this movie, uh, like I said, it ends on a high note. I do like the ending. Oh, 100 percent. I, I think that our, our final girl, Angela, was pretty badass at the end. So. I'm so you think once it gets landing. going, going, it, 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 that's when it works for you. Once we get going, like to her, like fighting, like the fight to the death towards the last, you know, 30 minutes, like 30, mm-hmm. 40 minutes works for you more than the yeah. first half. Yeah. I mean, the first act is fine. Again, we've just, I've just seen it so many times before. I'm just right, not right. a huge fan. But uh, yeah, no, I, I definitely agree. Like the last act or whatever is definitely the strongest. 
Good. So you, you're not like negative on it. It's just not you're going to be a go-to all the time. That's all. Oh, no. Yeah, I'm not negative at all. I think it's a solid movie. Again, if you like this this style of movie. Yeah. Uh, you, it has a little bit of, uh, like you, we, we keep mentioning, Alexander Aja. It's got, you can tell it's got a little bit of flair that he wrote oh, the yeah. script uh, for sure. Some of his style and stuff. I love him. And I love him. So, yeah, no, this was a solid movie. So, yeah, that's about it. That wraps it up. Let's get into our never split up moments. Okay. Uh, uh, I, I don't know how you want to do this because our poll running was going to be released. Uh, we have a yeah, so we're going to uh, yeah. release the results of uh, it, it follows. follows for our Black Christmas episode next week. So right. uh, we're not going to um, announce that obviously yet because we that poll hasn't finished, but we'll just kind of wing it. Um, yeah, I we didn't I don't do a know. poll last week because it was just a Halloween discussion. We didn't review a movie. Yeah, I mean, I know what moment I want to pick, so I guess I'll go first. Okay, we'll just go, yeah, yeah, do whatever um, I want to pick. Yeah, you're more, you're a little bit more uh, comfortable with talk talking about this movie because you've seen it so many times. So yeah. if I take your moment, you could probably wing it more than I can because I've only yeah, seen yeah, you it go. For the first I don't think time, there's so. really that many though. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I we we I talked about it. It's the axe scene for me. It um, that's okay. really the okay. only moment where I was really yelling at the TV, um, for her to um, and I again. I totally get it. Uh, she sees the image of, right. you know, her being, you know, taken advantage of. She has that moment where she just has that guttural scream and, you know, she's taking, con- it's almost like she's taking control in that moment and she's busting the screen. But, um, duh, girl, man, like, you're still in it. Like, you're not sit. like, just hold on to that axe and, you know, maybe lock the door behind you first or something like, you know. I think he just sneaks up on her way too easily because we're so far into the movie and she should be smart enough by now to realize that he's probably somewhere close. So Yeah, her emotions definitely got turned up. I don't blame her, but her emotions definitely got to her like in that moment with everything going on. And, then and I just axe, so I just loved her. her with the axe too, so I wanted to see more of the axe. <laughs> so that's part of why I was yelling at the screen as well. Hey, so I get it. I always want Rachel Nichols with an axe running around. <laughs> yeah. I get it. I get it. All right. Yeah. I, I had a feeling it was going to be, uh, maybe might've been that moment. I'm going to do, I talked about it briefly during the dinner scene when he like unlatches her to like start putting her in the car. She has the fork. She just stabs him in the shoulder. I'm like, girl, stab him in the neck, stab him in the face, try to go for somewhere else. I'm going to do that. Like she could have stabbed him into something that would do a little more damage than his shoulder. Um, again, she's doing what she can. And that like, obviously she's all over the place and that heightened sense of fear and anxiety and everything. But you know, I would have probably in my head been like, I'm going to go for somewhere other than the shoulder. Let's get him in the throat. Let's get him in the face or something. But again, that's still the beginning of the movie. So you should really couldn't do that yet. Or so we wouldn't have a movie. But uh, yeah, I'm going to go for she should not have stabbed him in the shoulder. She should have gone for something a little better than that. That's really the only thing that I, I was just kind of like, girl, come on. Other than that, like I really wasn't faulting her for anything she did. The rest of the yeah, movie. I mean that first stab, she really wasn't aiming for anything because she was kind of just like, yeah, she was just going yeah. blindly going. But she had two forks so. right there, so she could have gotten the <laughs> she fork. taken another one. Yeah, yeah, she stopped after the one uh, stab, so yeah. maybe you'd do another one. With I would have gotten fork. the whole fucking dinner plate and fucking <laughs> <laughs> decorated them. <laughs> but she did what she she did what she could. But yeah, that's really the only thing I could uh, think of for never split up for her because you can't pick anyone else but her because it's just her and him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Unless she wanted to call him out for doing something stupid on the villain side, but I'm not, you know, that's not how I usually do it. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, no, that's not really in the spirit of our number yeah. split up moment. I mean, it exactly. would be unique, but it would be cool. It would be interesting. Yeah. But yeah, I was all about her. Those are so too, good for her. too good. Those were like the yeah. two obvious for me as well. I probably would have yeah, picked yeah. the fork scene as well. I was thinking about that in the moment. Okay. All right. Because that's just, again, that's like a common trope in horror movies. You know, yeah, they, yeah, they yeah. poke them one time and, and I do get away. it. Like, I can think in my head why she, I mean, obviously she's yeah. going through shit, but like, you know, girl. <laughs> Keep, keep those stabs going. <laughs> and I, I do like how he got right up. Because if he didn't, I'd be like, dude, it's a fork. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> tough it out, man. Come on, yeah. tough it up. <laughs> yeah. All That's right, funny. cool. All right, cool. So let's get into our scores now. Um, okay. You want me to go first? Do you want to go first? Whatever you want to do. I'll do you have first. a score? Do you, do you have your score ready? Okay. Yeah, I'll go first. Again, uh, just to recap the movie, I do enjoy it. I do thought, uh, I did think Rachel Nichols was excellent as a final girl. Uh, the movie ended on a high note for me. It's Again, it's just not my favorite subgenre, but, you know, that's not taking it, taking anything away from the movie. I don't see myself watching this every Christmas like you, like you do, but um, I'm excited to see how this movie sits with me and maybe watching it uh, again, like maybe a few months from now or whatever. You know what you should see. do? You need to rewatch it with Jackie and that should be your next experience with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's a good idea because I think she might like it. Cause I was explaining the movie to her and I was like, you'd probably like it more than I liked it. And she was like, yeah, yeah it sounds like I will. So yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe we will the next couple, couple weeks and I'll get back to you. Yeah, but you, um, you gotta do that for now I have to be, you know, kind of, honest with myself in the moment how i rank this and again maybe it'll it'll raise in the future but i i still like the movie and this is still a respectable score i'm gonna give it a a mm, that's tough i'm gonna give it a 6.7 okay okay mm-hmm. all right have we ever had a have either of us given below a six yet i don't mm. think so I don't think I've given any fives. Ooh. Yeah, no, I, I don't, I I don't think have. so. My, I think my I mean, lowest. I'm trying to think. I really was not a fan of uh, like Child's Play, but I still gave that in the sixes. I think. <laughs> yeah. I think that might have been low sixes. Um, I don't. Yeah, I don't think I so. I gave a high tension in the sixes. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, maybe another one. Uh, I think maybe Sleepaway Camp. But other than that, all right, cool. So six point seven for you for P two. Um, guys, I watch this movie every Christmas Eve. It's been a staple for me ever since I saw it in theaters, and again. I like it because I like this genre and I like it, you know, mixed with the holiday season. You get like an empowering final girl you can watch with your uh, friends or your family and get hyped up and root for her (laughs) (laughs) and chase down by this maniac and, you know, win and succeeding and fighting and, uh, you know, succeeding and taking him out. I think it's, it's great for the subgenre of what it is. And it has that Alexander Andra hint of gore. Um, I like a simple story. I like it's like a solo setting uh, movie and that, it takes advantage of the parking lot. It's, you know, I think it's actually a little clever with, you know, the writing and it extended it to a 90 minute movie and, you know, they're in one spot. I love when movies can do that. Um, again, it's really Rachel Nichols movie. I think the West Bentley, West Bentley is having a blast. Um, I'm giving it an 8.2 because I think it's obviously not all timer because we've seen this movie like countless times, but it's one of the better ones. And I watch it. I make sure I watch it every Christmas Eve. So it's become a tradition for me. Um, I watch it every year. So 8.2. For P2. Cool, cool. Yeah, I know you were really looking forward to covering this movie, and I'm glad I finally, you know, watched it for the first time, for sure. And, uh, yeah, this was this was a good episode. Um, that's about it. Do you, do you, again, uh, we're going to be covering Black Christmas next week, so look out for that. And 
just just real quick, I'll, I'll say it again. Uh, if you're on YouTube, please uh, subscribe to our YouTube. I'm going to be doing re-uploads um, of our first eight episodes, so check those out. They'll be audio only. I thought, you know, even though we were pretty pretty green, pretty fresh to podcasting, I thought those were some of our best episodes, even to this day. So um, I really had a yeah. lot of fun with those episodes, especially uh, some of our Christmas ones as well. They didn't get as much views uh, last Christmas when we were still new, so I'm hoping maybe it has a second life and people can check out, you know, Krampus. We did Krampus last year. Uh, one of our fave campy Christmas traditions that we watch every year. And we did the, uh, of course, the OG black Christmas, which I still haven't watched yet this year. I got to check that out oh, this year. No, that, again. That waits, yeah. That's saved for closer <laughs> yeah. to Christmas. It's so yeah. good. It's so good. Yeah. But uh, yeah, check those out. Uh, follow us on social medias at never split up pod. And that's where we post our polls, our never split up polls. You can vote for your favorite never split up moment between uh, Anthony and I. And yeah, again, subscribe to our YouTube, leave comments, leave reviews. Uh, we appreciate all your reviews and ratings on Spotify and Apple. We love to see those. So thank you so much. And until next week, uh, this is the Never Split Up podcast, and we'll see you later. Bye.